Adam Pengilly. We might send him out there. G'day, mate. How are you? Uh, morning, boys. I reckon you're onto something, Dred, with this uh, this man cat stuff. Yeah, I reckon you're right. There's going to be some drama at some stage yeah. throughout the series, isn't there? Really? Just my random prediction for yeah. the series. Come yeah. on, you yeah. blokes. No way. Nah. Have you seen Ashwin? Mate, he might warn someone, but no way. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm a big Starkey's into it as well. Mitchell, remember Starkey yeah, did it. He's a warner. Yeah, Starkey will give him a warning. Whereas I reckon Ashwin will have a crack. He'll have a crack at a wicket. Without mm. warning. Yep. What about Daly? Daly reckons play on. He reckons, nah, should be play on. Oh. Yeah, I, I reckon it's fair game. <laughs> mm. <laughs> fair game. I reckon one more. Step out of your crease. I love it. I I love it. I Second love time, it. yes. No warning, one warning. No warning, just straight into it. I'd just tell him before I started bowling. Part of your sledge on the way back. Yeah. Just be careful here, son. <laughs> I'm coming for you. If you step out of your you're, crease, you're gone. You're gone. Such a huge thing to do. Very hard oh, for a you? fast bowler to man cat as well. Like you're running in a hundred meters sprinting, yeah. and you've got to stop and take the bar. Not going to happen. No, pro- possibly not. But not for a happen. spinner, I'd be very, very careful. Ravi. Yeah, I reckon he's one that'll do it. But I think it. Yeah, I think you will. I think you're right. Mida. In a test match, Australia versus yep. India, yeah. you actually think you'll do it without warning. Yeah, I think there'll be a bit of sledging I don't think in you this will. one too. There could be a couple of charges. Really? Yeah, I think it'll ICC get nasty. ICC on the ball. I think it'll get nasty. Okay. hope there's a bit of fire. Well, I think there will be. Who's going to go well, for it? Uh, well, Coley won't back down. And they're playing at home. They'll be 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Are we good enough, Adam? Uh, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit worried about this first test, Clarky. To be mm. honest, I, I think injuries to Stark and Hazelwood and now Cameron Green has really put a strain on that team. So mm. we're losing a lot of bowling options, aren't we? With uh, without Cameron Green being available, it just gives you that third seamer, doesn't he? You can play yeah. two spinners. Yeah. Uh, without him, it's a I reckon it's a big hole to fill. Uh, and that's nothing against Matt Renshaw or, or Hanscom. We're probably going to get that spot, but it just mucks up the balance of the side, doesn't it? Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. He's massive for for a young man. It shows yeah. the importance yeah. of oh. him in our team, though. Like he's he's a massive player for us for not only for now but the yeah. next the next fifteen years. Yeah, and you don't, you don't want to go one 0 down in India, do you, Clark? Like it's a it's long hard. way back from losing that yeah. first test. Especially if they if they're producing an absolute turner now mm. and they win, oh, it's going to be hard work batting in the next three. Like the second test, I think, is in Delhi. Which again, mm. they can make that a massive turner. Yeah, right. So mm. it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Yeah, I think you're you're fighting your backside off to win the first test for sure. Mm. And I, and again, I know I'm gonna sound like an old fuddy duddy, but this whole preparation about oh. landing there six seven days out, playing BBL a few days ago, yeah. like please leave me out of that. I couldn't agree more. Oh, I'm gonna bite my tongue. Rubbish. I'm gonna bite my uh, tongue. Okay, let's talk some racing and the Inglis Millennium Field finalised. We had a barrier draw yesterday as well, and uh, learning to fly the two dollar ninety favourite. A lot of these favourites have drawn wide though, Adam. They have, Jared. but seriously, like, how good is this race going to be on oh, the weekend? Um, I know we've had this race going for a few years now, and, and quite clearly this is by far and away the best renewal we've had of the English Millennium so far. The depth of this field is just absolutely outstanding. And you're right, it's obviously made it interesting with this barrier for learning to fly, but she's a pretty adaptable filly from what we've seen at the barrier trials and obviously her first race start in the wind stakes a week or so ago. So I'd imagine that Chad Schofield won't be giving up a too big a start on her um, from the gates, even though she's drawn a, a whitish barrier. But just the class throughout this whole field looks outstanding. I, I know I mentioned one horse on this program last week, and again, I'm looking at her thinking, geez, I think you've got something here, which is Chris Wallace-Lazago. Um, I thought she was great winning on debut, and she might just be sneaking under the radar a little bit at the moment. So I think Willie Pike potentially might have even been booked for the ride to come across from Perth to, to ride her on the weekend. So, but uh, uh, on a face value at the moment, there's so many different ways you go in this weight in this race. Sorry, 
Um, it is going to be a cracking race at Ramwick there on Saturday. What's happened to Victorian Oaks winner? She's extreme. Yeah, really sad news, guys. She suffered a tendon injury uh, in track work. Anthony Cummings has confirmed that she's going to be out for the autumn at the in the interim at least, and probably need a long spell on the sidelines. And I just, I really hope it's not the last race, last race we've seen from her. That VRC Oaks last spring, because obviously we know tendon injuries are extremely hard to come back from. Given the time of year she sustained it as well, um, I'd imagine that being a breeding prospect for next spring is probably pretty attractive. So. I don't know what Anthony and Rob Crabtree are thinking at the moment, but um, I've got grave fears that she might have run her last race. So let's see what happens in the next few months, see how she recovers. But that's a real shame because oh. what she did as a two-year-old and then as a three-year-old last spring was phenomenal. So she could have been one of the stars of the track for the next 12 to 18 months. She raced on as a four-year-old, but unfortunately, there's going to be a pretty hard obstacle to come back from. Yeah, just after we lost to Totsu, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. Previous derby winner. Uh, now... Uh, really sad news uh, with uh, the racing media losing, well, a legend, really, in Tony Burke. Yeah, just want to quickly make mention of this, Jared. Um, the King has his affectionately known to everyone within the industry and all his media colleagues. Tony Burke has passed away. He was, he's a, a fixture down in Melbourne for so many years, wasn't he? he was, you know, he was a racing editor of the age for more than 40 years. Wow. Quite a remarkable stint, wasn't it? He was known by all the major players in the industry, going back to, you know, the Tommy Smiths and the Bart Cummings when he was working. And in recent years, he's still been a, a presence around the Spring Carnival. Of course, the, uh, Racing Victoria's got him to sort of, I suppose, chaperone a lot of those international journalists to come out to Melbourne for the Spring Carnival. So the King's been on Australian racetracks for the best part of 50 or 60 years. It's a really sad loss for everyone involved with him. I just saw the tributes coming through yesterday on social media in various other forms. It just goes to show what a great person he was. Had a little bit to deal with him, not much, but uh, a fantastic guy. So I can also go out to his family and friends. Have you got anything for us at uh, Warwick Farm today? Yeah, I do, Loz. I actually like one in the very first race. Race one, number one, Atuno. I sort of blacked his horse after his first up running that Red Resistance Steel City race on a Saturday. It was just far too short for him. He only got beaten a, a very long margin, but he was really hitting the line nicely over the last 100 metres. So I thought, if you can find a suitable race back in grade over a bit further ground, you might be a chance. But I think he's found one today. Warwick Farm on his home track, 1,300 metres, only a smallish field. I think around that each-way price, he's definitely worth a play. And I think Richard Lee, in the back of his mind, might be thinking about sort of trying targeting towards some of those two-year-old races at the end of the carnival, maybe a champagne stakes and all the two-year-olds sort of fall by the wayside. So I think this horse is a dead-set mile this campaign. So I'm just hoping you can pick up one on the way through at 1,300 metres at Warwick Farm today. So that's race one, number one, a Atuno. It might be the value play on the program. $7 to win, two ten the place as it stands. Now, uh, there's some really important meetings coming up down south, and we should know by the end of this month. In fact, we will know by the end of this month whether the Cox Plate will be moved, Adam? Yeah, the sense is, Jared, that it's getting likely, um, wow. which is a big call. It's a massive call. I know I've said, I think a couple of weeks ago, I said I'm probably not against the change as much as other people, but I'm not convinced it should happen. Um, I still think it's, it's, it's in the right spot there, and I just love that progression from the Caulfield Cup to the Cox Plate to the Melbourne Cup. It's going to be what a massive What do the trainers call. say, Adam? Oh, some are for it. A lot of some are for it, and some are against it. But Gay Waterhouse isn't. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Gay's Gay completely against it. Yeah, I think Lloyd yeah. Williams is against it. But I've heard guys like Danny O'Brien yeah. say he's, he's, he's all for it. So, But my theory is, once you move it, you can't go back. Like If, you, if you're going to go to November and a couple of weeks after the Melbourne Cup Carnival, you cannot turn around in a couple of years' time and say, oh, we made a mistake, we're going to go back. Um, so, you know, if you're going to tear up 100 years of tradition in history for one or two years of trialling something, it's a, it's a massive call, isn't it? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to all work out. Um, I sort of hope it stays in the slot that's in at the moment, but I, I fear it's probably going to go at this stage. Good on you, mate. Have a good day. See you, boys.